0: This is the Sound Health radio show with Richard Talk to Me guy, and Sherry Edwards is off working on the soundhealthportal.com. If you'd like to know more about the Sound Health portal, go to soundhealthportal.com, and I'd suggest starting by scrolling down and looking at the campaigns. Those are free software programs where you can run your vocal print through and get reports back about everything from stem cells to fibromyalgia to bio diet, some of those are the recent campaigns that are free now. And they're constantly rotating, so you can scroll down and see what's coming up as a campaign. And I would then suggest scrolling down to the video tab at the bottom of the screen and watching a live demo of Sherry online doing a workup with an individual. And once you see that, you, get the, you see the potential of what the Sound Health Portal will give you in terms of information, but also how it works and how the charts pop up and how Sherry has really been coming up with amazing graphs and charts to show you, like, there's a thing I want to be working on now. So I would go to the SoundHealthPortal.com, look at the campaigns, scroll down, watch a video. It makes a huge amount of sense once you watch the video, because you really get to see what the potential is. It's extraordinary. To hear and share replays of the show, about 20 to 30 minutes after the show ends, you can go to talktomeguy.com, scroll down that page, and you'll see this show in about, as I say, 20 to 30 minutes with Pam Osley. And at the bottom of the show description is a player, where you can, if you're on a mobile device, the site is really built for mobile-friendly. And so you can scroll down to the bottom of the show description, listen to the show, see all the show notes and the links that we talk about at the bottom of that page. And also, if you want to use your own podcast app, there are tabs for many of the podcast aggregators, meaning players, whether it's for iOS or Android, there's a player for those, and then there's the running in the wild such as pocket casts or dog catcher or podcatcher and you can click on that and it'll take you to your app and this is going to be fun it's always fun when Pam and I talk <laughs> but it's going to be a great show there's new stuff coming up and that's very exciting with that Pam is the founder of auracolors.com a site designed to help you create success joy, and fulfillment in every area of your life. She also developed LoveColors.com. This site is designed to help you find love and friendships by matching you with people who have compatible aura colors. Pamela Osley is a consultant, best-selling author, professional psychic, intuitive, medium, and aura expert. Pam has appeared on ABC, CBS, NBC, The Dr. Oz Show, the View, Coast to Coast with George Norrie, Hallmark's Home and Family, Gaia with Lisa Gar, and hundreds of other television and radio shows. She's also been featured in many national magazines. Pam has spoken at the TEDx Talks, the International Forum on New Science, Fortune 500 companies, and many seminars for professionals in the psychology, education, health fields, and more. She has written five successful and popular books, Life Colors, Love Colors, Make Your Dreams Come True, Infinite You, and The Truth According to John. She was awarded the Holistic Transformational Leader of the Year Award by the Global Association of Holistic Psychotherapy and Coaching. She has a very extensive clientele, including many celebrities. has also had the number one show for 11 years at a popular radio station in Santa Barbara, California. Pam joins us today to talk about taking the quantum lead. leap. Excuse me. Welcome, Pam.
1: Hi, Richard. Great to talk with you again.
0: Always fun. <laughs> I know it's going to be fun because we're talking about the quantum leap, and that's very exciting. Um, I want to mm-hmm. start. I want to start at a at a point I often start with you, by asking you to tell us about the difference between quantum versus newtonian physics because it's always like what
1: that's that's actually one of my favorite subjects richard um what I'm, i'm like to tell people right now just jumping right into it um we have had a renaissance before uh way back when we had the Fall of the Roman Empire, then we went into the Dark Ages, and then we went into a new renaissance, which people in the Dark Ages, most of them couldn't even have fathomed what was going to show up in the new renaissance, and that was based on Newtonian physics. Newtonian physics is basically mechanistic. It's all about, we're separate beings. There's um, laws in nature that you have to follow, and it's very... um, you know, cause and effect them against, you know, it's, it's separation. It's mechanistic. It basically bottom line says that we're little biological machines that we're born. We grow, we, then we get decrepit, we die. Right. Um It's just, it's a, I don't know. It's basically a mechanistic worldview machine. Okay. Even biological machine, quantum physics, which I believe is the new up and coming The new renaissance that's coming Is going to be based on quantum physics And quantum physics um, evolved or showed up In the nineteen early 1900s And we're just now really starting to get a handle huh. on what that is Although all of our technology now Most of it, if not all of it, is based on quantum physics And shortcut, sh- quantum physics is based on Energy and consciousness And people like Schrodinger, you know, the physicist Schrodinger, Heisenberg, Planck, all of them said that basically consciousness is fundamental to reality. It's basically consciousness that is affecting and creating what we see. It's all just energy. E E equals MC squared basically said matter and energy are interchangeable. They're the same thing. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. anyway, that's what's coming. That's the new Renaissance that's coming now. You know, sometimes giving birth to a new consciousness can be a little challenging, so there's some <laughs> resistance and fear out there. But that's where we're headed. And again, our, our technology, our cell phones, it, the internet, our technology, virtual reality—it's all based on quantum physics. <laughs> so it's just bits of information and energy. Um, so that's a that's a basic layperson description.
0: mm-hmm and I know for years in listening to your radio shows and following you that it was really a passion project for you because you found, seemed like everybody you could to talk to on your own radio show about quantum physics, whether it was, you know, from Greg Braden to Bruce Lipton and beyond. And it mm-hmm. was really, Nothing. I think you got me hooked into following Bruce Lipton. And then I interviewed him when he wrote Biology of Belief because it was really the... <laughs> I was thinking about him more from a perspective of, of health arenas because that was kind of his foundational thinking. But it was really the I equipped with him when I interviewed him about biology belief about our cells are listening, and I was talking mm-hmm. about it from a health perspective. But it's really true, and I'm going to jump the shark completely here for a moment and say that I really think that somewhere there's a person in a room who had a quantum moment quantum parallel and discover the internet because the internet to me just really seems like here's an example (laughs) of how quantum thinking could work. If you just blur your vision slightly, it's just like we live Mm -hmm. in the internet. How, how more quantum can it be, except we need machines to do it currently. It's really like a giant example.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think technology is showing us who we really are and what we're capable of doing because all of the things that they're doing right now, we can do that without technology. I mean, in quantum physics, there's non-local mind, meaning that our minds are not, our consciousness is not limited to our brain. And I prove that every day by doing psychic work, um, remote viewing. Uh, all of those, all of those things are based on on um, non, non-local mind. And then there's entanglement, and there's parallel universes. And basically, it's way more expansive than. They're even saying that there's nothing solid to matter. I mean, it's subatomic particles. And then they look at the subatomic particles and there's nothing solid to those. They don't even know what's making up our physical world other than those quantum physicists who are saying it, um, consciousness is fundamental. So yeah, everything that we see our technology doing, you know, we're, we're able to do. And I believe, so even telepathy. You know, all of that stuff. Um, We don't need our cell phones to talk to each other. We don't need the the Internet to see things. It's it's a leading that way. Uh, To me, technology is more confounding. Honestly, Richard, I can't figure out how I can talk into my cell phone and little bits of information can fly across the ethers, across the atmosphere, into another cell tower and then another cell tower and show up in my sister's phone in Germany. And it's my voice. And it went across space. It's like, <laughs> did it do that or satellites or any of that stuff? It's like, to me, technology is more mind blowing to me than knowing that our consciousness is way more expansive than. <laughs> and that's why yeah. I believe that we created that created the Internet. It's like it's showing the Web. We're all connected. And we really are right now. If you look at it, I mean, we know what's going on. When I was growing up, you know, a hundred years ago, (laughs) we didn't have the Internet. We didn't know what was going on around the world. And now it's instant. We can see what's going on instantly, not just we can hear it, we can see it, we can observe it real time. It's like, whoa, (laughs) that's that's a quantum leap right there in what we're able to do. But our consciousness is able to do that. And I prove it every day.
0: Mm hmm and i think it's really funny how we've i know people who do um what is that uh gaming online gaming and they do it with you know they get i mean they're like seriously rigged up with stuff on their bodies and and big masks so they can see the virtual reality so they can go out and do wars and battles or maybe build cities or worlds and everything and they're it's not comfortable I don't know. It blows my mind how much we have developed technology so people can get the feel for quantum thinking. And in in the technical world, in the computer world, they're even talking about building quantum computers. Like, oh, come on. Come on. How much more (laughs) obvious did it need to be? We're going to build quantum computers that even hardcore nerds I know are like, what's a quantum computer? And they're sort of like, no, we're not sure yet. You know, it's going to be some super high speed. It'll <laughs> give us it, and it's like, we have it in our head now. And, and there are so yep, many demonstrations right. in the technical world, as you say, whether it's this, well, self-driving car is kind of a separate thing. But I mean, the idea of, well, in a certain way, it's like people driving down the road, we're, we're having quantum existences, but we're doing it either in our cars, or in our gaming, or now we have something called the metaverse which is really just mm-hmm. a form of quantum thinking, but it's what gamers agree upon. You know, um, Katy Perry is going to have a metaverse. What? Uh, you know, <laughs> it's just, it blows my mind. And, and it's, what
1: we're doing anyway, I mean, having thoughts, I mean, people, they've come up with a technology that your mind can make, you know, tell the computer what to do or your wheelchair or the game. It's, you have a thought, and the computer does it. You have a thought, and your wheelchair moves. You have a thought, and you know they're creating it for a paraplegic people but also games it's technology it's like yeah we know i mean uh, you know i i teach people how to bend spoons how to move things with their consciousness with their mind so yeah it's just leading us that way and some people believe we have to do the technology to do it and the rest of us are like i think i'm going to skip that step and just go straight to doing it
0: (laughs) (laughs) well as you say we're in a certain way we just have the agreement that like I'm standing in a room talking to a microphone, you're sitting down in a room talking to a microphone, and really we just have the agreement that we're all hearing each other. But it's not, I, I don't see that it's really that far a leap in the quantum, in the world of the double slit experiment, which we'll talk about in a second. It's really that much of a leap that we can do it without all, all of this if we just tap into that parallel. Isn't that, is that true? Well, Am I getting we, that right? Yeah, I haven't.
1: Absolutely. Well, and look at, haven't you had a thought of somebody and then they call or you run into them or you get an email? It's like, oh, I was just thinking about you. We're already communicating telepathically. We really are. We're not, people are not hearing every word you're saying or whatever. They're getting the concept of what you're saying. It's like, we're telepathic. Again, you can think of somebody and they call or you can think of somebody and you run into them. It's like, all right, that's telepathy, sweetie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But if you were to tell somebody who's all rigged up in their virtual outfit that while they're gaming, somebody's texting them because they were thinking of them, they're gonna go, "No, no, this is all technology. It's nothing to do with what I'm thinking." Really? I don't know. It <laughs> seems like a lot like what we're thinking. <laughs> and I and well, we're I will an look interesting few- times. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say rather than ask you to talk about the double slit experiment I'll do what I know you would do is you will refer people to YouTube to watch the dr. Quantum double slit experiment Good. Just go to YouTube look up dr. Quantum double slit experiment and that will explain a lot and I I had a recent aha I've asked you about it for years and then I thought about it recently and I was I was realizing it was truly demonstrating Parallel universes. So mm-hmm. could you just say a little bit more about the parallels? We're going to back into the quantum leap, but could you talk just a little bit more about parallels? Because I've been thinking about it a long time, and I was like, "Oh, wait! Now I get the double slit experiment." Wow. So, yeah, right. yeah,
1: and for for people that don't know that one, just to cut to the chase, um, they the, a particle of light went through a double slit partition as both a particle, an individual particle, and it went through as a wave. In other words, it coming just a particle and went through as a wave in both slits. So it's like, well, we'll wait, how to do that? And so at first they thought, oh, and then when an observer noticed it, it didn't split and go into what they call superposition or everywhere at once or a wave. It just stayed a single particle, a single photon. And when there was an observer, watching to see when it went into a wave and it didn't do that it stayed as a particle and they went what it's like so they saw that the observer was affecting the results of what was happening um, which shows consciousness to me it's like how did that particle know someone was watching it (laughs) so anyway so at first they thought oh an observer collapses the wave into a particle so it creates reality that way But then, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. It might be Wheeler. Um, You know, I think it's just that we observe it going into one position, but all those others are going on simultaneously. So there are parallel universes. So quantum physics has evidence that parallel universes are a real thing. And so I like to use it in lay terms. I like to explain it lay terms because otherwise people go, what? (laughs) It's like, it sounds like science fiction. Yes, a lot of things it used to sound like science fiction and now they're science facts. So anyway, um, the way I like to describe it is in the room you're in right now, there's at least eight to 10 radio stations broadcasting around you. And all those radio waves are around you right now, but you don't know that because you're not tuned into the frequency that they're broadcasting. But if you go to your radio or computer, or whatever, and you set the frequency to say 99.9, you're going to hear the show, the music, the talk that's coming out of that because now you're connected with that frequency so you get to hear the show. Now again, we think we have to do that with technology, which is not the case. Anyway, so you're listening to that. That's your reality. Now if you change it over to 107, now you're hearing the show that's coming on 107. You're tuned into that frequency. You hear the music, the talk. Now, 99.9 is still all around you, that information, that waves, the waves of the music, the talk. It's still all around you, but you don't know that because you're not aligned with that frequency. You're not tuned in to that frequency. So 107 is your reality now, even though the other one's still going on. A way of explaining that form of parallel universes Not all that physicists have different no it's because the universe is infinite so that just means mathematically there has to be more use out there because that's the way it works but this is the one that i've studied is that they're right here just as close as your breath just as close as those radio waves around you and what they said is that every time you make a choice like go left instead of right or go get this job instead of this job or marry this person or not marry this person every time you make a choice there's an aspect of you that split off and is having that choice and another you that's how infinite we are split off and is having the other experience so they're going on parallel universes you are in all of those different universes, or we'll just say both of those different universes, having different experiences every time you make a choice, you split off. Now, that seems daunting to us, but that's what they have evidence that we're doing. So every time you make a decision, I don't care if you decided to wear jeans today as opposed to shorts. There's another you, uh, there's a you that's wearing jeans today, another you that's wearing shorts today. And those universes are running pretty parallel, so it's not a huge difference. But they're claiming that, they're stating that, and I believe this because I use parallel universes to change my life. There is a you that got married to somebody you knew in high school. There's a you that never got married at all. There's a you that has four children. Um, Every time you made a different choice, there's one of you that split off and is having that experience. And you know, we see that in all our movies. I mean, not all our movies. A lot of our movies, Richard, we've got back to the future somewhere in time frequency one of my favorites yesterday mm, sliding mm-hmm. doors we put it in our in our shows and our movies all the time people just think it's science fiction it's like yeah well you know cell phones started because of star trek right sliding yeah. doors started because of star trek and i didn't know that <laughs> the automatic <laughs> yes. opening doors yes i yes. came from star trek <laughs> like, oh. anyway I that's think basically it- parallel universes
0: yeah, and I think there's a lot of Star Trek. I was young watching Star Trek, the what I call the real Star Trek, um, with uh, you know so many examples. As you say, cell phones. The flip phone wasn't really invented until Star Trek. The sliding uh-huh. door, the pneumatic door, was nothing. Nobody. What they invented that because some person was standing in the thing, going making the sound effect. There was a sound guy, and the doors slid open because two big burly men were ripping the doors open or closing them. And transporter. I'm still waiting for the transporter, which I think is parallels, and we have the opportunity, but we they just came up with this amazing effect to demonstrate how it is to jump from one place to another parallel. Now, they called it a transporter, (laughs) and yes, they might be going to another ship, or they was always trying to save somebody, or Spock was out to get somebody, Um, but it's really – it just seems like a great I've, – I've always watched and continue to watch. Anytime I see Star Trek, I watch it because there's so many examples, as you say, of, wow, look at that. They've been doing it there forever since the sets were made out mm-hmm. of cardboard, and, and we have it.
1: And teleportation is right there. I mean, they already – I was working with physicists and scientists at those science and consciousness conferences. They already mm-hmm. know theoretically it works. They've already transported atoms, whatever cells. They they know it works. They know we're capable of teleporting, and it was funny because they say we know how to teleport the matter because it's energy. Figure out how to do is teleport the personality. So if we if you go from one place to another through teleportation, and you could play the piano in one universe, can you do it when you teleport to the next one? It's like Mm. oh my gosh, you guys, you don't understand. We're souls. We can go anywhere we want anyway. You know, we're not matter. We're not physical matter. We're just having the experience. We've hypnotized ourselves into believing we're matter, even though quantum physicists are saying it's all just energy. They cannot find solid matter. So if we're not made of solid matter, just energy, lights blinking off and on, why can't we teleport? (laughs) We're We're not transferring matter. All of this stuff sounds really far out, doesn't it? But can you imagine the first time someone said, "Hey, aerodynamics, we can fly"? I don't think so. Hey, the world's around. I don't think so. <laughs> like, yeah, it all sounds you no. Know, right? Computers, the technology, cell phones, all of that to you know somebody two hundred years ago. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and now we just take In- it for granted. <laughs>
0: Right. Can you imagine a, a scene uh, you know in the what? OK Corral when somebody walks up with a phone and says, Mr. Earp, here's a call for you. Like, what? What is that? <laughs> Devil's work. Get away from me.
1: Well, and you know what? We look back at people years ago. They, they used to think that the sun was, I think it was the god Apollo racing across the sky in a chariot. And that's what made the sun go over there, Right. Um, or that the world was flat. And if we'd sailed too far, we'd fall off into a pit of monsters. I realize some people still believe the world is flat, but not wow. in my parallel universe. Wow. Anyway, it's like we look at that and go, really? How could you think that way? Now, I know that way down the road, people are going to look back at what we believe in and go, oh, my gosh, you guys, how did you believe that? Why didn't you understand about energy and energy healing and, you know, light and you know, we are energy beings, it's like, I feel like they're going to look back at us and go, well, that was kind of superstitious, what you guys believed in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why did you have to get into a, a an oddly shaped thing with rubber on it and, and drive there? Why didn't you just go there? Why didn't you skip that part of the nine hour drive and just like, oh, I'm here. Cool. We're so, mm-hmm. so close. We're so close. And things which... are
1: happening quicker, too, more quickly.
0: Yes. Well, technology. The fall of
1: the Roman Empire. Yeah. The fall of the Roman Empire to the Dark Ages, to the Renaissance. They go, that took hundreds of years. They go, yeah, well, nothing's taking hundreds of years anymore. Everything's happening really
0: fast now. Really fast. You know, travel. Well, that's a whole other show. Uh, There's So many things like, you know, we look, look at this. It's an amazing thing. We have the capacity to capture energy from the sun. Who would have thought? even 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. Wow, Mm -hmm. what? What are you doing? Once again, devil's work. And why does the devil always get blamed? (laughs) But again, that's a different show. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to ask, we're going to get momentarily, we're jumping into the quantum leap course, but I want to ask, as I was studying for the show, I've heard you say, or somebody asked you, why do we do that? And your answer is, for the experience. Could you talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit? You mean this is a choice that I do a dumb thing? Really? Because I want that experience?
1: <laughs> I look at why we're on the planet. And I know, and I, I don't try to mess with anybody else's beliefs. Some people believe we're just, you know, it was a freak of nature, we're biological accidents, you know, and we didn't have anything to do with being here. It's like, okay. Other people believe that they're here, and karmically they still have to incarnate they still have to incarnate here because they're being punished, and they 're on this wheel of until I learn i 'm not free, right so we're here to learn lessons well <clears throat> if if time is linear, okay, I can understand people believing that, but I've talked to enough beings on the other side, souls on the other side, people have crossed over, talked to enough people who have had near death experiences they say, you know, when we go to the other side, we notice all our lives are happening simultaneously. They're all occurring now. See, there's a giant parallel universe example, right? So mm. we, I feel like we come here for the same reason we go to the movies or watch TV. It's like we want the experience. Do we want to learn something? Yeah, of course. Do we want to expand? Yes. Do we want to just have fun here? Do we want to just expand? I mean, that's what I, you know, I see aura colors, right? And the aura color the different aura colors show the different personality types yellows are kind of here to have fun and be curious and play and or heal nature or heal other people or do something creative we're here for the experience other people really want to know how to how physical reality works you know the tans the greens you know everybody blues want to be here and be loving and have love and have a relationship and have a family and teach, counsel, nurse. You know they want to they want to help others. They want to be in service. So each one of the aura colors has a different life purpose, a different reason for being here. But I can tell you, I don't believe we were forced to be here. I believe our souls went, go. Oh, I want to have this experience. I want to be in this movie. I want to be an actor in this type of movie. I want to be an actor in this type of play. I want to see what it feels like. I want to have the emotions of it. I want to know if I can overcome something. I want to know what I'm capable of doing. You know, do I want to run faster than anybody else? Do I want to create music? I want to see what I'm capable of doing. So there's a lot of reasons why we came here, but mostly I honestly believe we came here for the experience. And, and this is going to sound very grandiose, kiddo, but... (laughs) And to expand source, to expand all that is, to expand God, whatever you want to call it, just, you know, to expand so that we know ourselves, so we see who we are, so that God sees who God is. Um, To have different experiences, to expand our awareness, see who we're capable of being, what we're capable of creating and experiencing. That's Mm -hmm. my understanding of why we're here and I never try to tell somebody else they have to believe what I do because you're here for your own experience, your own reason, your own belief system, so enjoy it. What I want to do is help people get out of the nightmare. People believe that we've been trained in victim consciousness, like I didn't have any choice, I'm being punished, or I'm suffering, or there's good and evil, so evil is controlling everything, and I don't have any say over it. It's like, to me, that's a really old and... I'm sorry, a lot of people are into it, but very boring movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, I'm supposed, <laughs> you know, we're not supposed to be suffering and in, in, in poverty and, 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 and illness and starvation unless people wanted to have that experience here. I just want people to know they have a choice. We haven't been raised to believe we have a choice or mm-hmm. that our choices are limited. They so have to stay in the box. But as long as we're in the box, we can do anything in that box. But I'm like, oh, no, that's why I did the Quantum Leap course is to show people we're not in the box. We're more amazing than that. We've got all these talents and abilities and skills that are way outside the box. And they make life more interesting and more fun.
0: And I think the Quantum Leap course really gives us the grip. I haven't taken the course, but I've read about it. and Now we're going to talk about it. Um, I think there is no box. I'm, I'm right, even kind of... Yeah. I'm sort of out of the group of like talking about being in the box. Nope. No box. Box mm-hmm. is a choice. I'm not having that choice. So no, no
1: walls. Box. No, limitations. no walls. The yeah. only limitations. The only limitations we have are the ones we believe are real.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Otherwise, we have no limitations.
0: We really no, that's don't. a bumper sticker. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. And... All right, let's just jump in. I have so many other questions, but let's jump into, no, no, I have to back up for a second. So we're in a new renaissance. I can't remember if I read or heard you say this, but we're in a new renaissance, or it certainly seems like we're manifesting or stepping into a parallel that is a new renaissance. And yeah, we're headed that... that way.
1: We're starting, we're already in the threshold. We haven't fully okay. activated it, but the thre- we're at the threshold. We've already started stepping into it with the beginnings of it. It's just the masses don't see this newer, greater level of consciousness of who we really are.
0: Mm-hmm. And is it, uh, because, I, because I think cinematically, I think very visually, do you, th- do you think the classic cinema thing is the monster sort of, meaning the old times, I'll call the monster, um, that the monster is always sort of thrashing at the end? And then it trans, and then the bl- flashy thing happens, and then it's like, oh wow, look, it's all great again. And is that part of <laughs> yeah. what's going on that we sort of have the monster flat flashing about, and we the light will then happen or the thing will occur, and we'll all go, oh look, there's a whole other choice. Let's do this. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, I see everything as I'm writing, creating, and producing my own movie, my own script. So whatever Uh I believe is going to show up on my movie screen, whatever I, you know, believe. And so for me, when I see the outer world of the new wanting to emerge, there's a new consciousness, new abilities, new way of doing life, which I feel like in my world we need to do. (laughs) When Uh we're doing it's not exactly sustainable, but it's not that pleasant. So I see it as a reflection of my old me my old beliefs, the Newtonian physics going, no, you're physical and you have limitations and yet you can be a victim and you have no choice and you're in a box and there's only so many you know things you can do with my new understanding of reality going, no, you dummy, don't you get it? <laughs> it's energy, it's consciousness, you have no limits, you can create anything, um, which is what I've proven with all the things that, I'm in, that I teach. Um, And it's the old me going, no, 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 you're crazy. The new me going, no, this is real. This is real. Let's go. Let's go. So what I see out there is a reflection of my own fear and resistance going, really? I don't think so. Ah." So then (laughs) it's amplified out there in the movie going, the old, trying to hold on to the old ways. We want to go back to the way we used to have. We want to go back to, you know, safety, familiar. So I see a new level of energy and consciousness and understanding of reality emerging and the old going, "No, no, no, them against us, battle, fight, resist, it's fear, it's fear, so i I recognize that I have some of my own fears in there, that uh-huh. I can't do it, but but I also have the new me that's already proven that all this stuff is real, it's just i need I need to stabilize in that, so I'm living it all the time, which is my intention now. But you know, when we first started walking, like some part of us knew that it was time to start walking and not just crawl through life, right? What Uh in us knew it was time to get up and start balancing on these little sticks with little slippers down at the bottom? You know, we were perfectly stable down on the ground, right? We could get around, but we were limited. So something in our consciousness went, okay, if you just stand upright, learn how to balance that way, you got more freedom, you can get around. So I feel like that's what's going on internally with me, and that's what I see out in the world.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in the Quantum Leap course, which is a wonderful course, I'll put a link in the show notes for people to find it and find more information about it. I, I'm looking at the course um, list of classes, and the very first thing is you are already master's. Mm-hmm. So we're already masters. What? <laughs> They're t- I d- mm-hmm. At this moment, I don't mean at this moment, but in the general overall picture, I'm sort of like, really? I don't know. I don't feel that way. I have doubt. It's that cinematic, like, like <laughs> I don't know if I want to step across the, the the Raiders of the Lost Ark, stepping across the throwing dust on the chasm and going, oh, wait, no, there are actually steps there. I, do, I feel like mm-hmm. I can't find the dust to throw on the steps yet, and I'm not going to step into the chasm. And so how do we get to, we are, you, you start us out telling us we're masters. Really? Mm-hmm. Please talk about that.
1: Yeah, we already how? have, what? we already have, <laughs> we have, we already have these abilities. They're all natural. So, um, so I'm helping people understand them with their spiritual understanding. I'm helping people understand why it's possible or how it's possible through quantum physics. So the physics of everything. And then in the course, which, by the way, is on a, is, I'm offering it right now at a discount price. So if they go to my website, auracolors.com, it's at a discount price right now. So go for it. But anyway, this is for people that want to um, break out of the box, that want to know how to – I teach everyone how to do telepathy. Um, get in touch with on – the, on the smallest level is to get in touch with your own inner voice, your intuition, your soul, your higher self. So that you're more guided. So you know what you're because your soul knows what it's doing. No, no. It's like not really always safe to give the steering wheel to the ego when it doesn't know where it's going. You know, it can get into trouble. But the soul knows where it's going. It soul knows what it's doing here. So I show people everything from how to get in touch with that inner voice and trust it more all the way over to um, telepathy, um, intuitive or psychic readings, talking to people on the other side bending spoons we bend spoons in the classes too there's 19 classes in this in this seminar and i made it really affordable and i'm not a salesperson i want everyone to understand this level so we're all happier and freer once you really realize that you can do all these things guarantee you're happier you're freer life is more interesting it's more fun i i guide people through showing you how to do parallel universes so we do a lot of exercises we do a lot of meditations guided meditations so that you can understand how to use parallel universes i tell people every time we discover something it actually is created to give us more freedom so we discover aerodynamics now we can fly around the world instead of you know, trucking across in covered wagons and horseback and ships that take months and years to get around. It's like, wow, now we can do it in a matter of, you know, hours, right? So it gives us more freedom. So I help people understand how to use parallel universes. You're basically consciously shifting into another universe. And I honestly believe, Richard, that that's how people do spontaneous healings. mm and that's how I got love in my life, and that's how i manifested my beautiful home and my abundance. I teach people how to, yeah, affect matter. So doing seeing, showing that it's not really solid matter, that it's all energy. Um, everything, everything I know how to do is in that course. And so, some and auras, how to see and sense aura colors and the personality types, how to do remote viewing, whatever you want to do. And some people's like. I don't want to talk to people on the other side, but I do want to know how to do. So you get to pick and choose what you like. But the good news is it's I, I filmed it at a workshop, so you're going to be doing it along with other people. And when you see people bending their spoons, I've noticed that when other people see, oh, other people did it, that must mean it's possible. Oh, and then their spoons bend easier, right? So basically I put everything in this course to help people see they're creators, not victims, that we have way more talents to get us outside the box, and make life more expansive, free, and we're going to a higher level. Actually, you know what? Sorry, these are like long run on sentences, Richard, but um, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, who created or stole whatever Facebook, mm-hmm. he, there was a headline saying that he said that the next the next thing is telepathy. like wow this is a technology person so he's probably going to do it through technology but that's basically what's happening Well, and- so you guys can either be ahead of the wave and surf the wave and go with that consciousness or you can wait till other you know everybody else is doing it and then you can mm-hmm. step into the game it's free will you get to do what you want i'm showing you even how to use this ability to heal your own bodies right
0: Yeah, as you say, stepping into that place, I've worked with people. I trained with Rosalind Breguet, who was a hands-on healer. And when she did a hands-on healing, and they studied her at Stanford, they did a lot of research on her. She wrote the book, Hands of Light. And when I studied with her, it was intensely hard work. I mean, it was the equivalent of dragging a wagon across the desert. I mean, it really was, she would have her hands on a person and break into a fierce sweat and be really burning up in terms of the amount of cheese she was putting out. And she would have amazing results, truly clearing of cancers or tumors. Or, I mean, really, truly amazing results. But when I watched her work, even then I thought, and this is a long time ago, I thought, Wow, that looks really hard on the body. Whereas now, <laughs> what you're talking about is choosing a parallel. Where you step over there, and it's like, oh, there's a spontaneous healing. What? And that, and that was that. It's it's such a different. It's sort of like that was the old technology, and I still have great respect <laughs> for her. But it was just, mm-hmm. I can't imagine the wear and tear on her body from doing that. Yes, she could do it, but wow, it was intense. Yeah. Whereas well, now, Richard,
1: it's the equivalent. Yeah. We know how to change channels on our TV. We know how to change podcasts. We know how to do it easily. We don't realize that we can do the same thing with our own lives because people think that's different. I go, are you seeing how easy it is? So my sense is the new renaissance that we're headed for that ultimately is going to happen on this planet. We're going to go into more grace and ease and simplicity and happiness and balance And it doesn't look that way right now, but can you imagine it didn't look in the Dark Ages, where we had the Black Plague, the Black Death? It was a plague, right, in the Dark Ages? They couldn't even have fathomed what the Renaissance was going to look like. New art, new beauty, new philosophy, new science. You know, the world wasn't flat anymore. The the Earth wasn't the center of the the universe anymore, right? They couldn't even have fathomed what was going to show up. The printing press showed up in the Renaissance, the first one. So now there Mm -hmm. was more communication, right? More people could share in this. So it can be challenging to see our world today and even imagine that in the new Renaissance, we're going for grace and ease and fun and and simplicity. And people are going to be able to do what they love to do. And it's more about, there's not going to be starvation and poverty. And I can see, because if we try to solve what's going on on the planet right now, the old way, You just hit it, Richard. You just described it. Man, is it going to be hard work? Man, the way to change it is changing our consciousness and our understanding of the nature of reality and how it really works, like parallel universes. Then it's like, oh, well, that was easy. I'm in a different universe. Physicists are actually saying there is a real universe where the Germans won the war. And we're all speaking German now, it ended differently they're they're saying there's a actual an actual real universe where the Bay of Pigs didn't go well, and we had an atomic war, and the Earth basically got destroyed. They said that is an actual reality parallel universe that happened. well we're not in that one, so <laughs> it's like yeah, I believe that we're going for grace and ease
0: I like it and and I hope uh, one of the visions that i'm I'm working on holding it or that gave me a sense of, Oh, looking at this material was that I really hope that one of the things that occurs or envision that one of the things that occurs is that we all become more connected again. And because Mm -hmm. I think once we become more connected, the awareness that if we don't, I have so many bad words i could string in there if we don't get our act together we could just destroy the earth ship that we live on and i and i'm really hoping <laughs> and envisioning that through the connecting we all go wait a minute we have to stop arguing about this ridiculous thing compared to the destruction of the planet because it seems like that's there's a parallel already existing where we could have destroyed the planet and everybody died and we have to start over and I'm not being dark; and I'm really just a being more cinematic.
1: <laughs> but there's also an infinite number of parallels where the Earth is already balanced. We're already getting along. I mean, oh, it's it's not that I hope we reconnect. It's realizing that we were always always connected. <laughs> that's what mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. internet is showing us. We're connected. So we don't. That's a difference in understanding parallel universes. This is what I know. Let's say you're in universe number one and you're seeing all this stuff. Oh my gosh, you know, we got to change this. It's just your healing example, right? Oh, this is hard work. I have to overcome this, or I have to let go of my beliefs from my childhood. I have to forgive. I have to heal people from my childhood. Um, I have to work hard. We have to, you know, plow or plant or whatever it is in universe. Number one, it's definitely, you have to overcome things to change it. Right. Mm -hmm. Once you learn, about parallel universes. You don't have to change or overcome anything. You drop it. You stop putting your attention and your belief in that universe, and you shift, just like changing station over to another universe where it already is that way. It's like if you're listening to a radio um, and there's a song coming on. It's like, oh, but I don't like this song. I need to see if I can call up the station and get a hold of them. Now I got to wait online. And now I got to wait. I got to get a busy <laughs> signal. And then I got to call again. I got to call again. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of work to try and get them to change that song because I don't like that song. Or you can change the channel to a different song. Uh-huh. And that was a lot easier. Do you see? We don't have to overcome anything. That's why I know I don't have to try and change anybody. I don't have to try and teach anybody. I don't have to explain to them in universe one, the nature of reality. I just shift over into the one where people get it. They're, we're already doing it. We're already living that. So I know that universe already exists. Matter of fact, there's an infinite number of those universes that already exist.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: You see the difference? Not overcoming and struggling, just shifting your beliefs and your consciousness and putting your attention in the one that you want. And by the way, they've been hinting, they've been talking about this with the law of attraction. You change your thoughts, your beliefs, your frequency. It is, it's frequencies, just like radio stations. They're frequencies. You change your frequency by using your imagination, which is why I believe um, Einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge. Because Mm. what we think we know can limit us. So using your imagination, allowing that to bring up emotions and feelings and really believing and knowing that that other universe already exists and just aligning with it and watch how easy everything changes. And by the way, everybody in that universe, that new universe is different, too. You can still have Mm -hmm. the same people, but they'll be different. (laughs) Okay. That they'd just be happier or nicer or whatever, depending on what you believe about them.
0: Right. It sounds like you're almost saying choose the path of least resistance in a certain way. Like, let's go over there. Let's go yeah. to the neighborhood yeah, where everybody, we're we're all the same, but we're just, look, we're <laughs> all getting along and we're taking care of the planet. And how great is that? Wow.
1: Yeah. Happy puppies and yeah. kittens. All that. There you go. Or or you can create challenges over there, too, because people are like, well, then that's boring. It's like, well, you know, don't go into a universe where you're bored then. You know, why would you believe you're bored? That's why people, when they go... We have to fight the bad people. We have to overcome the bad people. They're stupid. They're bad. You know, they are they they don't believe what I believe. It's like, oh, guy, okay, we've been doing that for centuries. Now, these are the good guys. Now, these are the good guys. These are the bad ones. Now, these are the bad ones. It's them against us. We've been in the mud trying to solve things that way for centuries. That's lateral. What we've got to do is straight up shift our consciousness, change internally what we believe in. And watch how much easier everything gets.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. a more
1: fun way to create your movie, your experience. That's all. It's an option. I'm not telling people they have to believe me, but I do want them to know it's an option. And like yeah. when Richard Bach said, Richard Bach said, "Argue for your limitations, and they're yours." So if people want to go, nope, not true. your I goes out loud, go southbound. I go okay. That's fine with <laughs> Stay wherever you want to. It's your choice. It's your movie. It's just I'm letting people know there are other options. That's all.
0: Right. And I want to jump to class five because I want to talk about the ego. I I kind of think that the ego Mm -hmm. is a sort of miss, a a badly labeled stepchild. (laughs) Not really, but, you know, it always gets a bad rap, (laughs) the ego. And I think the ego Mm -hmm. really is a form of a survival tool that's just gone awry in the Mm -hmm. sense of, you know, back when we were running from dinosaurs and it was about, uh, you know, taking care of yourself, that there was that part of the ego that was like, Oh no, I have to take care of myself and the thing. Oh, Bob, Oh Bob, sorry, Bob, but I got to take care of myself. And now we have this thing called the ego because we're not running from dinosaurs, but we still have this ego. That's like, it's all about me and how the ego really (laughs) can evolve into, you know, having a place in our life.
1: I like to, I like this perspective of the ego. I believe the ego... Now, I, I read Seth, remember? Okay, mm-hmm. Seth, is, Seth is my, my go-to teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that the ego <clears throat> was created as an extension of our souls to experience physical reality. It was created for us to be able to perceive things here and understand things here, um, just like the eye was created so that we could see the physical world, right? Now what's happened with the ego, you're right that it's it's been set to I got to survive, I got to survive, I got to survive and so it becomes fear-based a lot. But teachings the information, the whatever you've taught it to believe in. So the ego's not bad, it's just got limited perception just like your eye is not bad, it just has limited perception. It can only see what it can see, right? It can't hear the train coming up behind it or the fire that's behind there and the fire trucks that are going. It can't smell the smoke. It can only see what it can see. So it's not that it's bad. It's been programmed to keep you safe. You're right. Like, well, I, I, if I, so I'm not talking egotistical, even though, you know, egotistical is still a form of fear. Like I have mm-hmm. to be better than everyone else. I, you know, otherwise I won't survive or I won't be loved. So... The, legal, the ego is created to experience physical reality. It just has limited perception. All you got to do is train it and teach it to know that it's not just survival, that it actually can help you create. And then it won't go into fear and trying to protect you or keep you safe, which also includes judging other people or being afraid of them or whatever. So that's my, that's my understanding of the ego. Mhm it's not a bad thing if we make it bad, then you're going to shut it off from being able to assist you you know you've you've created a a bad stepchild or something that feels unloved, <laughs>
0: yeah. and
1: then you probably it's probably going to be clamoring for attention and love from you, so you might mm-hmm. as well just love it and educate it into knowing understanding bigger things about reality
0: Mhm bigger things about reality, yeah, that. <laughs> Always makes me fall into the <laughs> abyss of like, oh, if they give bigger reality, I love that. Um, and talk us, talk to us about class seven, which is non-local mind. Mm-hmm. What we've is that? How how do we take advantage that, of that?
1: So to speak. We've been taught to believe that our consciousness is generated in our brains, and so we can only know what we can know, and we're limited to our physical body and i that's actually not true our consciousness is way beyond it is not limited to our our brains and our bodies our brain to me and i've heard this from other physicists um is the equivalent of say your tv set you can turn it on and watch programs but those programs are not generated in the tv set but you can still see circuits lighting up or whatever, you know, they're just like they can see that lighting up in the brain, but it didn't cause the show. It was the focusing mechanism. So all the waves that are out there of shows that are out in the ethers or the atmosphere can come into your TV set. So who our souls are, who our consciousness is, is not limited to the brain. It's more expansive. It's everywhere. Just like radio waves are everywhere or the broadcast shows are everywhere or The the Internet, you know, our cell phone, it's all out there in the ethers. And so you're not limited, which is why I've been able to do remote viewing or step outside of time even. It's not just I can go to another place on the planet and find the plane that went down and who is still alive in the plane, which is what I did. And they did find her passengers. She was Mm -hmm. the only because I I went there. My consciousness knew it was non-local. So it's everywhere. I focused my attention on her found out where she was that she was still well on the plane on the whole plane, found out who was still alive Um, or, you know, missing persons or um, when I do readings for people and they go, well, tell me about my son who lives in another country right now. How's he, I can go there and tune into the sun and find out how the sun is. So the the child, the, not the physical, Uh (laughs) the sun in the sky. (laughs) Anyway, Um, So non-local mind means your consciousness is expansive. It's everywhere. And I can go outside of time with that, too. It's not limited in time. That's why I can see people's other lives. Other people call them past lives. Other lives. I can also see their future because um, it all exists. And that's Einstein, by the way. That's, you know, general relativity, whatever. Einstein said just because you haven't arrived at a lake yet doesn't mean it doesn't already exist. So just because you haven't arrived Mm -hmm. somewhere in your future yet, it doesn't mean that it's not already there. You're just not aware of it yet. So I'm able to tune into people's future um, because I know that my mind is not limited to what we've been taught, what our limitations are. Now, having said that, see someone's future, it's based on where they're headed right now, based on their current thoughts, beliefs, and the path that they're on. If we look in the future and see something we don't like, you might want to get off this path. You might want to change over to this path where everything's going to be better. So, for example, I use the analogy if you're in New York City and um, you're in, driving down the street and I'm in a helicopter flying above you I'm going, you know what, don't go down fifth because there's a big traffic jam ahead. You might want to go over to your right a couple blocks and then go up that one. Then you won't hit any traffic. Um, so I can see where people are headed right now, but I can also show them what their soul is saying. You're not listening to me. Turn right. Get off the street. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's how non-local <laughs> mind works.
0: I like it. I like the idea of the spiritual <laughs> helicopter flying around above me going, no, no, turn right, turn right. Don't do that. That's a much better direction over here. Yeah. You'll like this. Come on. This is really bright and shiny. You're going to like this.
1: Yeah, and yeah. It includes, by the way, talking to people on the other side of the veil too. People have already crossed over. Consciousness mm-hmm.
0: is not limited.
1: I can go over. I can be quote unquote on that side, even though there's no boundaries. <laughs> we just believe there are right now. I can talk to people on the other side of the veil too, because my consciousness is not limited to my body.
0: Mhm. Mhm. And I'm going to jump again because i want to talk a bit about spoon bending and I want to say that I think it might've been the first time that I did spoon bending might've been with our friend, Rob, Rob. And how much easier it was and how much easier it was with a group the first time. Mm -hmm. And, and Mm -hmm. could you talk Mm -hmm. about why that is? Is that just, is that because we've all stepped into the parallel where we know we can, we have somebody like Rob, Who always makes me laugh I think it's wrong because we've been
1: taught to believe. Yeah, we've Mm -hmm. been taught to believe it's not possible. Um, Mm -hmm. The first time I did it was actually in a class with an aerospace engineer. It was a freaking engineer, (laughs) aerospace. Right. We're all sitting there. He's like, "Okay, hold your spoon, hold your spoon. Okay, and just go bend, 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 bend. Imagine it bending. Imagine it bending." And we're all just (laughs) sitting here, you know, looking at the spoon. Inside, of course, we're going, come on, that's not possible. You can't bend yeah. your spoon with your mind, blah, 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 blah right? So it, I felt like forever. It was probably 10 to 20 minutes focusing on the spoon. Nothing was happening. All of a sudden, a woman in the back of the room went, oh, my gosh. She yelled out. We turned around and looked, and her spoon was falling over. And uh-huh. as soon as hers did that, ours, then we could bend ours, too, because it was like, uh-huh. oh, it's possible. Somebody... Broke the mold. Somebody broke the rule and showed us what was possible. So it's the old what Wayne Dyer says, you'll see it when you believe it. Uh-huh. Not uh-huh. We've been taught, I'll believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. And it's the opposite. Uh-huh. You'll see it when you believe it. And so that's what happens. so, yeah, with groups, which is what you'll do in my course, people to know. I'm not pushing. I'm not a salesperson. It's more, I want people to know what's available, what's out there. And so I will tell people if they get this course my quantum leap course and they try it out and they don't like it. They have 10 days. They can get a full refund. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so, amazing. And it's seven, it's, it's seven hours worth of expanded um, courses of showing people why this is all possible. And again, they don't have to do it, but that's where we're going. So I'm hoping the people that are listening to your show are probably at least curious.
0: Mm-hmm. I've, I would think so. I mean, you and I have talked about the Seth materials for a long time, and this fits uh-huh. right into the – it's such a great idea that we can step in into – I think the course is like spoon bending. Once you start, you're going to go, oh, wow, look at that. I'm doing this. I'm talking to somebody on the other side, <laughs> which at first may seem spooky, but it's just like any kind of communication. It's just that they're not here. They're somewhere else. Or any of these
1: yeah,
0: kinds of things.
1: Takes it, the, go ahead. Yeah, it takes away the fear of death. It shows that we're not these little biological machines. That's it. You're born, you die, right? That,
0: yeah. That
1: we're more. That we're more than that. Our consciousness still exists. Our soul still exists. So all of this is into play because I wanted. I've created them to be fun. There's a lot of fun processes in there. My my um, poker chip game. We play a little game. I, I make it as fun as possible so that people don't get so intense they can't do it. I say, like, come mm-hmm. on, lighten up, relax. It's okay. It's easy. You can walk. Stop crawling. You can walk. Come on. You can do it. You can drive a car. Come on. You can do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. eat
1: by yourself. <laughs> you can drive. Yeah.
0: Think about how hard it was when we first learned to driving a car like, oh, my, you know, so many things to do. And it's like the thing in the clutch back when we had clutches and had to shift and you know, were driving in San Francisco. And it was like, ah! and it was, you know, mm-hmm. now we do it unconsciously, which is a tricky mm-hmm. conversation. But it's really it's yeah, it's an exciting guideline. It's ex- it's a fun course. And I'm just looking at the what's in the course. I think it's really fun. And I think it's a great material to, to expand. You know, it's very funny that in a certain way, this is the, another kind of virtual reality where we could put on goggles and do things, but instead we're just learning how to do it without the goggles. I think that's very exciting. Right.
1: Yep. And if people, if, if they can go to my website, auracolors.com, A-U-R-A colors, dot com and go to the Quantum Leap course and read the outlines. See if it resonates. And if people want to start out simple, they can get my book, Infinite You. Don't get the Infinite You course because that's just audio. The Quantum Leap course I've got on a special price right now. And it's all visual. um, And I do a lot more in the Quantum Leap course. But you can get my book, Infinite You. I talk about it there if you want to start simple. Um, My latest book, my fiction book, The Truth According to John. All of the principles or most of the principles are in that fiction book if you want to do it through a story first to get how this works whatever works for you
0: and there was a great show we did a few months ago talking about the book of john that was a that was a great conversation your first fictional Mm -hmm. work that was wonderful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i recommend referring I'll i'll put that in the show notes
1: okay cool Yep, the piece right. according to John, that fiction story came through in four days. So it's like, all right, that needs wow. to be out here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. Um, I can't believe we're already here. And, and you know, that was fun. I knew it was going to be fun. We stepped into the quantum field and had a party as always. Thank you so much, Pam. That was <laughs> great.
1: Well, and you can... You can tell I get excited about this stuff, right? Because it's like, come on, yeah. everybody. Come on out. Yes, We're, yes, We can exactly. play. Get outside your yeah. little yard. We can play now.
0: <laughs> we can have fun. Really, this can be fun, too. Come on. It is right. fun. Thanks, Richard, it for is. letting us talk on this problem. You bet. That was great. And everybody else have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.